Morning all. Welcome to the 11th of May. After um, confusing announcements from the, the government last night, I hope your VE Day 75th anniversary bank holiday um, was a good one and that if you had outdoor space you had a chance to enjoy some sunshine and maybe some remote catching up with friends, uh, maybe a shared cup of tea over a socially distanced fence with a neighbour with a Union Jack in the middle. It's been nice seeing some Union Jacks and bunting around uh, the school site a little bit. Well, let's begin, shall we, and um, bring ourselves before the Lord. I'm excited, uh, as always, for today. These podcasts have been as good for my soul as they have been, I hope, for yours. And uh, I find the routine really helpful today. We're in Psalm 15, and I'm looking forward to sharing that with you. Friends, the Lord is good. A strong refuge when trouble comes. God is close to those who trust in him. Lord, as we come to you today, the start of this new week, we recognise that we don't know what it'll hold. Um, You are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And so right now, in a moment of quiet, we hold our day out to you. We decide to set aside this moment to centre our minds and our hearts on you. Would you gather up our scattered senses and focus them on you? Lord, we bring you our sin and we thank you for the assurance of cleansing, of forgiveness, of imputed righteousness that you give us through Christ's death on the cross. Be our rescuer. And we decide to bring a large measure of expectation to you. And we pray that you'd fill us up from your scriptures by your spirit. Please be enough for us. Please be our portion. Psalm 15, a psalm of David. Lord, who may dwell in your sacred tent? Who may live on your holy mountain? The one whose way of life is blameless, who does what is righteous, who speaks the truth from their heart, whose tongue utters no slander, who does no wrong to a neighbour and casts no slur on others, who despises a vile person but honours those who fear the Lord, who keeps an oath even when it hurts, and does not change their mind, who lends money to the poor without interest, who does not accept a bribe against the innocent. Whoever does these things will never be shaken. Well, although the language be archaic, not familiar to our 21st century is verse 1 and the questions it poses are the most important questions anyone could ever ask. Uses metaphors familiar in the Bible. Who may dwell in your sacred tent? Remember the tent of meeting where Moses was allowed to meet with God as a man speaks with his friend is a picture of intimacy with the divine, with God. Who may live on your holy mountain? It's a picture of um, Sinai where the law was given of Zion. 
the centre of God's purposes in his world. And mountains are often where God reveals himself. You remember the transfiguration as well. It's almost a, a topographical picture of God's holiness. He is the highest. We cannot reach him from ground level, from sea level. And so these questions are saying, who can be God's friend? Who can be with the holy God, the holy, holy, holy God? Who can be safe with him implied forever? And the answer is uh, thrilling and damning, I suppose, if we're honest with ourselves this morning. The one whose way of life is blameless, the one who does what is righteous, who speaks the truth from their heart. There's no twisting of the truth here, no fake news, no white lies, no massaging of egos, no flattery. The one whose tongue utters no slander, does no wrong to a neighbour, who casts no slur on others, even when they're not listening, not watching, not there. The one who despises a vile person, but honours those who fear the Lord. Isn't it interesting that deep holiness, deep moral goodness means that that person will despise that which is wrong and indeed those who are wrong. Despising can come from a deep moral good heart. The one who keeps an oath even when it hurts, when we make plans, not shifting like sand, not looking for a better offer, not changing. The one who lends money to the poor without interest, looking to help them, give them a bunk up, not accepting a bribe against the innocent, even when they're an easy target. Oh, only that person will never be shaken. And of course, friends, it brings to mind the only person who's ever done those things and not done those things, the Lord Jesus Christ, the one who spoke truth to power, unflinchingly and truth to weakness in total empathy the one who remained silent even before his murderers such was his meekness the one who came to heal his neighbor give to his neighbor and gather up his lost neighbors the one who did indeed despise those who were wicked but love those who were in the lord the one who didn't change his oath once he'd made it. He set his face, do you remember, like a flint to Jerusalem and did not turn back. The one whose company made rich misers, generous benefactors, do you remember Zacchaeus and others like him, who decided to give more than he'd taken from the poor back to the poor. And there's that language in the last verse there, that person will never be shaken. Do you remember the earthquakes documented in Matthew's gospel at the cross as Jesus died? Christ, the one who didn't deserve to be shaken, was shaken for us. But he's no longer shaken. He's now risen as the rock on whom we can stand, risen as the strong tower in whom we can find refuge, risen as the one in whom we can be safe. Friends, if we're wanting to share a tent with the holy, holy, holy God, speaking with him as a man who speaks with his friend, if we're wanting to ascend the holy hill of the Lord to be with the holy God, then only today that is possible in Christ the one in whom we will not be shaken. I wonder whether you're feeling shaky today. There is no need if we're to be found in Christ. Trust in him today 
the 11th of May in lockdown, the strangest of times, and we will not be shaken either now or indeed into eternity. I pray that be so for me and for all of us listening. I've had positive feedback using this liturgy uh, of hope from uh, Church of the City, New York. This is a liturgy, again, penned by them for those worried for their physical health. I guess that may be a few of us. Here we go. Every ache and pain, sniffle and cough, fever and shallow breath is a threat enlarging in our minds until we are consumed with anxiety for the health of our bodies. Our interior selves become children, afraid of the dark, covers pulled up to our noses, eyes darting from shadow to shadow, flinching at every sound, until we are certain there is a monster in the closet or a bad guy on the stairs, O God, may our minds not run away with what-ifs or irrational fears. Help us breathe, wait and listen to the bodies you formed from the dust of the ground and the breath of your nostrils. Help us observe our symptoms or lack thereof correctly. Help us discipline our minds to not despair at worst-case scenarios but instead to accurately interpret our current moment, seeking your wisdom for the next rational step. May we trust you with our bodies that creak and groan with mortality. May our physical frailty remind us of our dependence on you. May we rejoice in our weakness, knowing that you are strong. May we develop a robust courage that does not fear our weakening bodies. May we look forward to the day when we will receive everlasting bodies and be reunited with you. God, you are the one who forgives our sins and heals us of disease. We ask for physical healing when we need it. For a correct perspective of the brevity of sickness in light of eternity. For deep joy to well up in our souls because we know we are secure for hearts that look forward to boundless shalom in you. Amen. And we close this morning with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Well, sending God's blessings by his grace and mercy to you all from Bailey House with love and prayers for today and this week. Next podcast on Wednesday. Bye now.